I want to welcome everybody to another In My Feels episode. I'm excited about today's episode, actually, because I'm really diving into this this notion, and it's about, you know, multi-sensory beings. I'm currently reading The Seat of the Soul by Gary Zukov. Great book, great book. Really kind of opens you up to understand the soul, understand the kind of multi-sensory, you know, that the, we have the five senses, but the multi-sensory is, it goes beyond that, or shall I say inside. Yourself is the kind of multi-sensory but, you know, before we start, thoughts, feelings, emotions, conditionings, belief systems, expectations, everything on the inside creates your outside exterior. So my question for everybody listening is, how are you feeling right now in this moment? And really dive in, dive in on how you feel. You know, I, I, I can't elaborate this enough. And I, the, the reason why I start the podcast like this is because even myself, I haven't asked myself today how I'm feeling. And it's such a simple concept but we're so conditioned not, not to be aware of our feelings or dismiss our feelings and not dive into our feelings that it becomes a habit. And I'm trying to get us out of that habit of understanding that, that our power is our emotions. It's what drives our physical reality. And the more I remind myself of that, it, becomes, it starts becoming a good habit. And I can understand how I'm feeling. I'm aware of my feelings and my emotions. And how am I feeling? Um, I, I feel good today. Uh, uh, doing this podcast, I feel good about the research I've done. I feel good about what I'm about to speak about. But I had a, a weird moment that kind of threw me off at the weekend. You know, we went for dinner with friends of friends and it was it was a weird one. It was a, I don't know. I don't know if the kind of lockdown notion or COVID or all that type of stuff has kind of messed with people's conditionings, people's openness to have a conversation Without being offended, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm not offended by anybody because everybody's entitled to their opinion. And I'm in a place in my, in my life where I, where I understand that, you know, someone says something that I don't resonate with. It's not really a reflection on me. It's a reflection of themselves, which is okay. You know, this is what we live in a democracy. We, well, I mean, not currently, but this is why I, you know, my previous episodes talk about collective consciousness and how we have to open ourselves up for discussion because I feel like this whole misinformation and censorship and all this type of stuff has kind of resonated with people to their kind of daily lives and just general conversations. And, I, you know, I'm not going to name names and stuff, but, it, you know, the wife and I went out at the weekend for a, for a friend's of a friend's birthday and it, was, it, it got weird, a little weird. It was a weird dinner, you know, I'm trying to elaborate on the kind of practical spiritualism and it was difficult to kind of articulate with people um, from different backgrounds and different, you know, belief systems. But this is why I love these conversations because it opens us up. I am open to learn. I'm open to educate myself. I'm open to expand on my mental state, on my um, education, should I say. You know, I didn't really go to school. So for me, my education is, my, is life. And understanding that I have this um, this energy within me that is creating, that is pulling the strings for the outside and kind of testing that and using my experience to kind of really manifest the things I want and, and let go of the things I don't want. So we're at this dinner and the dinner's flowing nice. Um, maybe the service is a little slow. Food's great. You know, music's playing. It's, it's a vibe. You know, I, I like, I always enjoy myself. I always have fun because I enjoy myself. I'm someone who you know, likes themselves, starting to love themselves, starting really diving in on experiences and, and, you know, letting go of, of, I guess, pre-existing experiences and basing them on that. 
I try and when I leave my house, it's a new day. It's a new experience. Factually, it is. Can't be the same day. Can't be the same minute. Can't be the same time. So factually, we keep it moving. And that's how I kind of operate my life. And I don't usually go out to dinners of, with people who are friends of friends who I don't know. I usually like to keep myself to myself and in my space. So we're at this dinner. We're having some good conversations and we're talking about things. And it can get a little weird sometimes. I don't know why it got weird, but it was weird. And towards the end of the meal, you know, the bill came round and everything else. And this is like argument erupted amongst, I guess, some of the people that we were at dinner with and, and the waiter. And in my opinion, I think that the, the, the reason why I was upset is because certain people were very rude to the waiter. And see, I, I've studied Buddhism. I've studied the kind of the essence of Buddhism and the kind of letting go-ness of life. Being, the, as I've spoken about, the bamboo on a river floating is kind of where I need to be. You know, a wave comes, it, can, it goes with the flow. And that's, that's what I was articulating to the table, that, yes, the service was a little slow. Maybe the, the drinks weren't flowing as, as much as, as well as they were, but it was a great, it was a, I enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. But I guess some people had a different of opinion. And you have, you know, five or six people going in on this waiter of, you know, none of them complained at the time. And I don't want to start the podcast like this, but it's something that I need to get out. And it kind of sets the, the precedent for the kind of multi-sensory and being aware of yourself. And I could see the waiter getting like upset, genuinely. Um, you know, I'm someone, if I have an issue, if my food is cold, I'm going to say to them, oh, I'm so sorry, my food is cold. Then and there, I just, it's in the moment, it's in the now. Not once you've eaten it and it's all gone and everything else. So all these complaints came and, and I suggested, you know, yes, the waiter may have been a little off and it may not have been to your liking, but you don't know what's going on with someone else and their mental state and everything else. You know, people have hit, been hit hard by COVID. Restaurants were closed for a very long time. You have waiters who aren't making any money, nothing. They have no help, no support, especially in the US. So what, what do they do? How do they adapt? And then they come back and then they're obviously still in this kind of cycle of this fear element of, is it coming? Is it going? Is, um, is, am I going to lose my job again? Am I going to be laid off? Am I going to be furloughed? All these type of things we have to take into consideration, which I do. So, you know, for me, I, I, I operate on a level of awareness. So I understand how other people could be feeling. And I try to articulate that point and it was shunned completely. And I was in shock, but then, it didn't surprise me because maybe this is the after is maybe this is the fallout of kind of the mandates, the lockdown, the restrictions for all this time. And then people letting out their frustrations. And that's what it felt like. And, you know, my wife made a point of we all need to be a little bit more kind to each other. And even that was rebuked. That was like rebuffed as like someone had said something like the worst thing ever on earth to which my wife had to leave the table. And it was, it was kind of disheartening because a, I, when I used to be younger, I would run towards conflict, not, not with awareness, with knowing that I was feeling, you know, angry and bitter within myself. So I would attract situations that made me feel more like that. I wasn't, you know, unaware. I wasn't consciously just running towards trouble. I would, it would find me. So I understood, you know what? I need to leave this table and, uh, you know, pay for my meal. And it was, it just felt weird. And it put me in a weird place for a couple of days. And I'm not someone, you know, who I used to, when I first started becoming aware of myself and I wanted to protect my energy. So I needed to see people that I wanted to resonate with, that I liked, enjoy being with, to keep me in a happy space, to keep me in a, a, a great mental place. But then I started opening that up because I understood that I attract people who make me feel 
the way I do. So if I'm aligned with them and they make me feel like shit, it means I'm, I'm projecting that type of energy out for, for attraction. So I understand that I'm the power regardless. And as I said, I want to be the podcast down, but I wanted to kind of mention it. And I think we do. We do need to be a little more kind to each other. We have to be. And I see the comments on, on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. And most of them, 99%, 90% of them are pretty, pretty negative. So, I, I, you know, I think collectively, consciously, everybody listening, we should be kind to each other, more kind to each other than we are. And I think it should be, it become, a, again, a habit, a natural progression of us, uh, of our collective consciousness. So let's move on. Multisensory beings. And I want to start from a kind of a quote from, from Gary from The Seat of the Soul. Because this really resonated with me and it kind of fell back to the, the story I just told. Gary says, an authentically empowered person is incapable of making anyone or anything a victim. An authentically empowered person is one who is so strong, so empowered, that the idea of using force against another is not a part of his or her consciousness. You know, basically what that means is when you live from a place of, of empowered awareness, understanding the power that you have, you don't want to cause anyone any harm and neither is anybody a victim of anything, which means using your power from within and using your inner senses. It's when we allow physical things to control our power. For example, I'm going to be happy because I have X amount of money or I'm, I'm or if my career is taking off or if this or if this is this, you're using outside power to empower you, which is, which is unhappiness, because you're never going to reach that level of happiness. It's when you empower yourself internally and understand that you are attracting all those situations is when you become empowered, which is a super powerful place to be. So when we talk about senses, we talk about sight, sound, touch, smell, you know, taste. Those are kind of the, the, the five senses, the, 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 in, in the kind of human senses. But Gary says, you know, we are evolving from five sensory humans into multi-sensory humans. Our five senses together form a single sensory system that is designed to perceive physical reality. The perceptions of a multi-sensory human extend beyond physical reality to the larger dynamical systems of which our physical reality is a part. See, I used to operate under the five senses. What I saw is what I believed. It's not what I felt. I was a product of my environment. Instead of my environment being a product of me. That's what I mean by the, the kind of singularly senses. You know, the five senses is kind of the practicality of being a human. But we need, to, we need to move beyond that. We need to move into the multisensory. See, now we are developing a secondary system. That secondary system is what most people perceive as intuition. And then we, t we can talk about the, the kind of the personality, the soul. You know, your personality is, is, I would equate as your mind. I think it is. Your body and your intuitional structure. Your soul is that part of you that existed before you were born. And that will exist after you die. So, you know, I, I've spoken about life after death on the show and I've had people and doctors come on who speak about near-death experience in kids and they talk about seeing the other side of the world, the other side of life, sorry, as in the death cycle. They experience it, they experience that space in between and the conversation and the knowing that they have for when they come back. That's kind of, I guess, the soul part. It is that part of you that longs for harmony, cooperation, sharing, and reverence for life. As you create your life with those intentions, you align yourself with your soul. Your experience becomes one of continual gratitude and joy, even when things are difficult. See, back to my story, and, and I see how things kind of naturally play out. 
I'm always in gratitude. Always. I, I'm thankful. The service was slow at dinner. Who the fuck cares? We're being served. What a privileged thing is happening. Some couldn't see it, but that's okay. We can, we can, we can agree to disagree and still live in a complete harmony. And that's what I'm getting to with the collective consciousness and the multi-sensory human. I think if we become aware of these things, we can move into them and, and manifest consciously instead of unconsciously. And that goes on to say, you know, the multi-sensory human is able to perceive and to appreciate the role that our physical reality plays in a larger picture of evolution and the dynamics by which our physical reality is created and sustained. The realm is invisible to the five-sensory human. Now, I think this is super crucial because if you're listening to this, I think you are moving into being a multi-sensory human. You have to be. If this resonates with you, if you've, I know because my, 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 my listenership is growing. It's growing amazingly. The messages I'm getting is opening people's eyes, people's minds. So you are now moving from a five-sensory human, which is the practicality, the kind of who we, the human body, the, the kind of everything else, the mind, how we operate as a physicality. When now we are moving into the multi-sensory human, when we're talking about these things, openly talking about these things, I mean, let's, I, when I was younger, I couldn't have a conversation about five-sensory human compared to a multi-sensory human or living in awareness or understanding the power you have or any of these type of things. That would have been absolute maddest and magic. But now I believe in the magic essence of it. It's a beautiful thing to step into. We're moving and we're becoming multi-sensory. I'm speaking about this means I'm stepping into multi-sensory and we are acquiring perception beyond the five senses. I can sense something is wrong with you. Are we talking about emotions? We're talking about feelings. We're talking about awareness. We're talking about empowering ourselves. We're talking about being kind to each other. We're talking about opening up our freedoms from within to see freedoms with, from without. When you feel trapped inside, your universe that you see on the outside is trapped. It can be no other way. It's the laws of the universe. And when we talk about multi-sensory perception, it means it's the awareness from a soul level. And again, I know it sounds like far-fetched and this and that, because I break it down practically. Like me talking about my soul, it's not like it resonates with me a thousand percent. But I know the power that I have. And I haven't, and I put out these testers of the way I feel and I see and I'm aware that everything in my life is me and it and it's, cannot be any other way based on who I am and how I feel right now in this moment. It's my whole life bundled up into one and knowing that I am that power. And that is exactly what I see in physical reality. So when we talk about a soul level, we're talking about it from the higher power level and we're kind of, we're starting to align ourselves. When you become multi-sensory, you step out from the five senses, the practical, the practicality, the, the survival essence aspect of life, and you move into the multi-sensory, the intuition, the beauty, the power, the empowered, empowering others, being kind, being nice to each other, helping each other, not just with physical things, with mental things. How are you? I'm good. No, no, no. How are you really? How are you feeling right now? I am here for you. These are the things that we're sensing, the multisensory. And this is crucial. Multisensory perception is realizing that the experiences in your life are not random. They are purposeful and meaningful. See, if we're creating everything, they are not random. It's the cause and effect. You cause something and it creates an effect of it. And it continues on and on and on. The difference is, 
I want us to move into the awareness of the creation and understanding the effect. We all hold an enormous potential for the expansion of our consciousness. And, and then once we become aware of that, every circumstance serves equally everybody involved. The soul is purely creative. As I've said, we're not separate from our soul. We're all one. And I've always said we're all creative, regardless of whether you're creating something negative or positive. It's all perception. You know, something positive to, for someone could be perceived as negative to someone else. So it's all perception. Every moment is creative. You are creative in every moment. Every time you make a decision, you create consequences or you create a reaction. You create something. The consequence sounds quite detrimental. I don't think I meant it like that. You create an effect. You know, effect could be positive or negative. Again, it's perception. When you're aware of the creation, what you create won't surprise you. When you create unconsciously, that's where the pain comes in. When you don't expect those things. When, if I put something positive out and something negative comes back, I have to understand that how I'm feeling, I am dictating this whole universe and physical reality. Myself, I can't manifest for someone else. But other people's energies can tap into yours. So you may be seeing something from someone else who's involved in your life. Again, it can only affect you if you allow it to. But if we're aware of our awareness and understand our power, nothing should shock you. And, you know, we call it the, the invisible realm is where the origins of our deepest values are found. From the perception of this invisible realm, the motivations of those who consciously sacrifice their lives for higher purposes make sense. The power of Gandhi is explicable. Same as Jesus. Someone who laid down their lives for someone else because he understood who he is and who his, what his soul is. And the compassionate acts of the Christ are comprehensible in a fullness that is not accessible to the five sensory human. But I feel we understand that. I've spoken about Jesus being a powerful manifester. Jesus understanding who he was and who he is. He understood the power that he had to manifest anything he wanted. He knew how to heal people, but he only healed people who wanted to be healed. Again, a five sensory human would dismiss these as just stories, even though you have truth. But actually, five sensory wouldn't dismiss these stories because the Bible is pretty, is super prominent. It's one of the biggest religions in the world. But they don't understand it from the perception of magic, from the power that he had within, from the manifestation aspect, from how he just let go of everything. Even when he was being crucified, this is still beautiful stories. And how do we become multisensory? The first step is awareness. It's absolute awareness, but it's emotional. The process, process is to develop emotional awareness. In order to grow spiritually, we need to become aware of everything that, you, that we are feeling. Everything. Your emotions are the force field of your soul. You will never find your soul in your head. You will find it in your heart. See, I wouldn't separate the two. You find it anywhere you want to find it. That is where divine intelligence resides. As you become, and as I've said, intelligence applied is wisdom. As you become aware of all that you are feeling, each of those feelings will lead you to a part of your personality. In order to create consciously, you must be aware of all the parts of your personality. There is no way to do that except by becoming aware of your emotions. And again, moving into emotions. Emotions are always moving. They're emotions. So if you're feeling something, like I've said, feel it. Feel it fully. Feel it so you encompass it. Feel it so that it leaves your system. Because it goes, happiness goes, sadness goes, grief fades, if we allow them to. But we should enjoy them. We should, we should love them because they are us and we are them. 
Another great statement, you know, which, which, which really resonated from Zach was, all of our great teachers have been or are multisensory humans. They have spoken to us and acted in accordance with perceptions and values that reflect the larger perspective of the multisensory being. And therefore, their words and actions awaken within us the recognition of truth. And it's true. I mean, growing up, you know, I wouldn't have known about Buddha or, or Gandhi or I knew of them, but I, they didn't really resonate with me. Neither did, I mean, Jesus the same. I just thought Jesus was lumbered in with the same perceptions as, as religion or organized religion and Christianity, which it didn't resonate with me. It still doesn't resonate with me. But then when you dive into the actual teachings of these amazing humans and the reason why they've been remembered for so long is because they operated on a multi-sensory level. They understood the, the inside of themselves and the outside. They understood that the inside dictates the outside, not the other way around. You're not a product of your environment. Your environment is a product of you. You are making your environment on every single level. And this is another great one. You know, Zach further goes on, from the perception of the five sensory human, we are alone in the universe that is physical. From the perception of the multi-sensory human, we are never alone. And the universe is alive, conscious, intelligent, and compassionate. From the perception of the five sensory human, the physical world is an uncountable given in which we uncountably find ourselves and we strive to dominate it so that we can survive. From the perception of the multisensory human, the physical world is a learning environment that is created jointly by the souls that share it and everything that occurs within it serves their learning. From the perception of the five sensory human, intentions have no effects. The effects of actions are physical and not all actions affect us or others. From the perception of the multisensory human, the intention behind an action determines its effects. Every intention affects both us and others, and the effects of intentions extend far beyond the physical world. Incredible. If you haven't read this book, please read it. It is incredible. And that statement, or that, that you know, which I pulled from the book, really resonated deep with me. Our actions, every single one of them have an effect, because we are driving the action but it's our energy that's driving it all. And when I spoke about before about setting intentions, when you do something, why am I doing this podcast, which I spoken about before? Why are you going to work? What is it you're doing? What do you want to do? What do you want to achieve from this right now? And if we can get into those intentions for every moment, wow, we'll be living in a place of complete joy. Not how are we doing it, how, like I've said before, is irrelevant. How is completely irrelevant. The how shows up if you allow it to. It always does. If you don't allow the how to show up, it won't. And I think I'm going to end it there. I really, really enjoyed this one. Like really enjoyed this one. I'm really coming into my own with the kind of perceptions, the, because sometimes I get a little insecure of how can I keep talking about subjects that are different? Am I saying the same things? Am I not saying the same things? Am I not elaborating enough? But I keep finding ways to, bring more education to myself and I hope I'm educating everybody else and bringing us all into that collective consciousness because I like this collective consciousness I like what we're building and again you know hit me up on Instagram Twitter Facebook wherever you want to hit me up you know leave a, a, a review on Apple Podcasts. I want to hear from you I want to you know I know Spotify do it do a review system and a star rating so please let me know I appreciate you all and everybody take care and thank you